Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We're continuing our look and our study in the book of Judges. We're still in chapter 9, looking at verses 22 through 25, read from the New King James Version. It is not strange that those who were ungrateful to Gideon were unfaithful to Abimelech. Uh, Abimelech gained his power by killing his 70 brothers. So he's a murderer, well, 68 of his brothers. The narrative moves ahead three years to a time when Shechem and the surrounding region is no longer satisfied with Abimelech's leadership. Let's listen to chapter 9, verses 22 through 25 in the New King James Version, which reads, After Abimelech had reigned over Israel three years, God sent a spirit of ill will between Abimelech and the men of Shechem. And the men of Shechem dealt treacherously with Abimelech, that the crime done to the 70 sons of Jerubbabel might be settled, and their blood be laid on Abimelech their brother, who killed them, and on the men of Shechem who aided him in the killing of his brothers. And the men of Shechem set men in ambush against him on the tops of the mountains, and they robbed all who passed by along that way. And it was told to Abimelech. Again, this is chapter 9, verses 22 through 25 from the book of Judges. I'll be back with insights and we'll close with prayer. Hi, I'm the host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening. If you don't mind, go ahead and like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. You can also hear my podcast almost everywhere podcasts are heard. Again, that was Judges chapter 9, verses 22 through 25. And it looks at a spirit of ill will between Abimelech and Shechem. The writer of Judges used an interesting word to say that Abimelech had reigned over Israel. The word is unusual to this book and perhaps chosen to distinguish Abimelech's ill-fated rule from those that were the true judges. Remember, he did, well, he was, he murdered his brothers to make sure he didn't have any threats to his power. And he's the uh, son of uh, Gideon's handmaid. Um, well, she's a servant. So she, his mother is a concubine. He um, kills his brothers in an attempt to make sure he has no one to contest what he's doing. And so now that he's gained rule, the people that, you know, he has, he, he kind of told them, well, you're my brothers, so, you know, I need to rule over you, not these other 70 men you don't know, or 68 men you don't know. But anyway, let me get back to the commentaries. 
Let's see. Abimelech was more like a tyrant king. He sure wasn't a judge, and he wasn't, again, he wasn't called by God. Three years Abimelech reigned without in any disturbance. It is um, not say, it doesn't say that he judged Israel, that he did any service at all to his country, but he enjoyed the title and the dignity of a king. And not only the Shechem, uh, the men of Shechem, uh, but uh, not only to the to, to the Shechem, Shechemites, it's hard to say, but many other places paid him respect. But in all of this, God's going to get his glory. He's going to get his, make sure that we remember to put him first. So God sent an evil spirit against Abimelech, uh, between the, uh, Abimelech and the uh, Shechemites. That is, they grew jealous of one another and did not trust one another. Abimelech slighted those that set him up and that uh, they grew uneasy at his government and blamed his conduct and quarreled at his impositions. And remember, they're blaming him, so they're going after him as the murderer of his brothers and the men he hired. But all of this is God. No one but God sets all these things in motion. Everything seemed fine between the men of Shechem and Abimelech for three years. Then, in judgment, God removed the peace that was between them and sent an, uh, this spirit of ill will. He, God permitted the devil, to uh, that great mischief maker, to sow discord between uh, Abimelech and the men of Shechem. So he, he began to sow discord between them. And he is an evil spirit, of course, whom uh, God not only keeps under his check, but sometimes serve, serves his own purposes. So God uses, used this to get the people of uh, Israel's attention. He uses this strain between people and leader to get their attention. Let's see. God caused, he allowed it, he had caused the rift, the rift between Abimelech and the leaders of the city. These are the same leaders who supported his bloody coup against his brothers. While the leaders may have felt guilty in, in conspiring mass murder with Abimelech, we don't know that, but it says God gave the devil commission to enter in, into and work in, upon their minds and hearts, knowing that he himself and by his inclinations would fill them with uh, mistakes and jealousies and dissensions and heart burnings, which would end in civil wars and mutual ruin. And that's by pool. So God allowed, God gave the devil commission to enter in and do what, what was done. Expecting uh, Abimelech to come to town, they set men in wait for him who would make him a prisoner instead of their prince. And those who were posted uh, took that opportunity to rob travelers so that it would make people uh, more and more uneasy under Abimelech. 
because travelers would see that he could not protect them from the highwaymen or from highway robbery. So they set an ambush in the mountains, hoping to disrupt trade routes that profited Abimelech. Let's pray. Father, we come thanking you on this day before the 4th of July. We thank you. Thank you for your love, for your peace, for your mercy. Thank you for uh, allowing us to be able to celebrate another holiday, a time for families to travel back and forth. Father, as people travel, keep them safe in the name of Jesus. Uh, we're praying for those who need you in a special way, those who need you for um, various and sundry things. Father, you know what the needs are, and this is their opportunity to voice whatever that need is. Speak it right to you right now, Father, because you do hear and you do listen. And Father, as we ask, we also thank so we thank you for your love, your mercy again. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for your Holy Spirit, which uh, reminds us and convicts us when we're not doing what we need to do. Thank you for the blood of your Son, which saves us from our sins. Thank you for your angels that you've given charge over us. We thank you for that. Father, we're praying for those who need your comfort right now. In so many situations, that's so, uh, so confusing. So we just can't even put words to it. If we look at the wars in the Ukraine, wars wherever they are. We look at death wherever it is, and especially untimely, unexpected death, uh, landslides and fires and un senseless murders. Father, we pray right now for uh, your peace in this situation. We, that's all we can ask for is your love, your peace, your grace, and your mercy. And Father, we're thanking you in advance for answered prayer. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.